right. Welcome, everyone, to another Shifting Schools free webinar. I'm so excited to be here with my friend and colleague, Trisha. Trisha, how are you doing on this? It looks sunny for you. It's sunny for me here in Seattle. How are things in Ontario today? Besides, you were out snow shoveling snow earlier. Yeah, it's very snowy. It feels like winter is absolutely here. So, Jeff, it's always great to connect with you because doing these sessions together warms my heart. Do you see that completely just seamless segue and uh, very cheesy segue as well? Uh, Jeff, it, it's great to be back with these flash webinars. Viewers, listeners, these come out of the questions that you send to Jeff and I, so you can always reach out to us. Um, if you head over to shiftingschools.com, right there on the homepage, actually, you'll find a way to even send us a voice memo. Now, Jeff, these are free for our listeners and viewers, but they're not necessarily free to create. So do you want to tell, uh, tell folks about who is supporting us today in delivering our content? Yeah, so a big shout out to uh, Quizalize. They are an online quiz program that are a little bit different than other ones you might have used as they very seamlessly allow you to gamify your quizzes. They've got this fantastic uh, gamification system that you can go in, you build your quiz like you would any quiz online. You click a button and your kids are all of a sudden taking a quiz and, and playing basketball or uh, one of the other gamifications they have. And of course, amazing data behind the scenes. We're so excited that Quizalize has decided to be a sponsor here at Shifting Schools. And you will see down at the bottom of the screen, you can actually get one month free of their premium subscription when you head to bit.ly.com slash shifting schools, make sure shifting schools is all uh, caps. So you can do that or head over to shifting schools.com and you will find the link uh, directly to where you can upgrade your account. It's free to get started. And then you get one month free. Uh, and what a great time of year to be trying things out. We're kind of in that time of year where quizzes and the idea of preparing for uh, maybe finals is, is starting to come around. So uh, just a shout out to Quizlies. You'll be hearing more about them. Uh, they're sponsoring us for the next couple months. Uh, so we're very excited. They've got some announcements that they're going to be making about upgrades that I think are going to be really cool that we're going to get the first, we'll be the first people to talk about. But uh, appreciate Quizlies being the sponsor of the podcast. Make sure you check them out, quizlies.com. And then you go to bit.ly.com slash shifting schools, all capitals to make sure you get that one month free premium. All right. Thank you, Quizalize. Trisha, we are talking today all about one slide pathways for professional development. Can you talk about maybe, let's get started with why this is important or, or where does this concept come from? So Jeff, you and I get asked all the time from school leaders, from leaders of PLCs who are in that position of responsibility for designing professional learning. They often ask us for some advice, some tips, some new ways to approach building community through professional learning. And I find the one ingredient that sometimes gets left out that can have almost catastrophic effects if you forget um, is flexibility, right? Is making sure that you are building in choice. We talk all the time in education about student agency. I really think it's almost like a career-wide time for us to be talking to about teacher agency and what we are doing to build choice in. Now, when you're designing professional learning or any learning and you're building that flexibility in, you also don't want to overwhelm folks. 
So this single slide pathway is also trying to take into account easy to follow design. Um, and as we're guiding you through this, we, we're giving you this template. Again, you'll, you see the QR code at the uh, top right of your screen. You can actually take this template, use it as is, or we'll talk at the end about how you might take on this template and customize it, tweak it in order to really, you know, make it your own. Um, and I'll just point out right there in the middle of the slide where it says start, that's a video. Um, that's actually a video of me kind of guiding folks through how to do this. Um, I'm actually going to guide us through it live, so you don't necessarily have to click on that. But just as a design feature, flexibility, I think, also means can you start a professional learning session before folks are together? Do they have to be in the same space? And instructional video, we talk about it for students. I think it's good for us as well. Jeff, I know that you're also, and have been for a very long time, an advocate of instructional video. Um, and I can almost feel you wanting to say something about it. Well, I think, you know, we, we talk about this a lot at Shifting Schools. We want to make sure that we are teaching teachers, like treating teachers like professionals. And I think when we give them information upfront in the form of a video, you know, you can have that video playing while you're grading papers. You can watch a video quickly while you're eating lunch. Uh, there's so many different ways that you allow teachers and you treat them as professionals. Hey, here's something you need to watch before we gather. And I trust you to be a professional to get, get that done before we come together. And I think that's just part of it. I mean, we live in a world now, especially, you know, coming out of the pandemic where this idea of asynchronous and me taking ownership of my own professional learning is just part of what it means to be an educator today. And I think that just, it just shows value and shows professionalism when we, when we put that uh, and, uh, and make that part of our professional learning with educators today. So. Absolutely. And I'm really glad that you brought up that concept of trust because that's also really a, a core ingredient here. So teachers would have clicked on the start. They would have, Jeff, as you were saying, just really quickly watched that video, gotten an overview of how to do this. And the next step is number one. So where that uh, where you see that number one, when you click on the icon there, it takes teachers over to a playlist. Now, what we've done is we have put together a list of five of our Shifting School podcast episodes that focus on the future of work, focuses on emerging career pathways. And Jeff, you and I were talking recently uh, with a school about student engagement and really the value in helping students connect some of their current interests with what we're seeing in the future of work. And we also, again, we talk a lot about interdisciplinary units, right? Every single one of these episodes also points to how important it is that students are linking skills across different subject areas, right? Um, you, you know, in out in the workplace, it doesn't necessarily mirror the world of school where this subject only exists in this place. Um, you know, of course, we have so much overlap. So step one would really be for educators to check out this playlist, not to listen to all five episodes, but to select one that they're interested in. So already that choice factor is built in and that's intentional, right? We want a staff, we want a faculty to be really having lots of different conversations. We want that diversity in 
thought, that diversity in conversation. So that's step one. And then here again, we have that trust and that flexibility where listen to the podcast out on a walk. Mm -hmm. So maybe for a meeting, it's not, we're not all in one space. It's go for a walk, go for a run, walk your dog, listen to it on your commute. We shovel want to some value snow. For me, snow, shovel <laughs> some snow, try not to hurt your back and, and pick one episode. And that's part one. We come back to our slide and then we are getting ready for part two. And again, here's some of the modeling, right? Jeff, you and I talk a lot about the power of protocols and we want really to be looking at the power of protocols with adult learners. So I would have listened to my podcast. I come over, I take a look at this protocol and I have choice again. So how am I gonna really filter my thoughts about what I've just heard? Root bark branch. Now it might be, I'm just picking one from the menu or maybe my team has decided we're gonna try to use all three of this sen these sentence starters, thinking about what's at the root of the resource or thinking about what the most significant piece of information is, or thinking about how that podcast episode might help me branch out and connect with one of my experiences. Step three now is getting into that documentation phase. That is actually getting some of my thoughts down on paper. In our case, this is a Google Doc. The template's already mapped out for you. Again, we have built in a way for folks to document their thinking in a variety of ways. So they've got the choice, it's the root bark or the branch, and I have that option of how I wanna share my thoughts. So if Jeff and I are in the same department, I might leave my own Google Doc notes, I might leave a little video, I might record a voice memo, I might take a sketch note and add it here, and then, Everybody from my team, our, our thoughts are all here, right? Now, it doesn't end there. And I want to point that out because I think we've all been in professional learning sessions where, okay, we've read an article, we've thought about it, we're given post-it notes, we document our thoughts, we put the stickies up, and then nothing happens. And in my mind, that's always been really a massive waste of time because I don't think, as you were saying, Jeff, we don't treat teachers like professionals, say, give us your thinking and do nothing with it, right? Okay. We want to make sure that we're doing something with that thinking. So we've got the next half of our session. So we're heading over into number four, which is really where I want to connect with my peers. So I'm seeing the notes in this example. Jeff, you're my imaginary colleague. I look at your notes and now I have a menu to help me think about what it is that I wanna to respond to. What am I looking for? Am I looking to, as this menu says, challenge my assumptions and challenge my opinion? Am I looking for a conversation that's gonna help me grow? Am I trying to build a partnership that works on an upcoming unit or lesson? Okay, I'm framing my thoughts around that. I go on to the next step that's going to invite me again to do a little bit of self-awareness building. And this is where, again, we talk about social-emotional learning with students. We've got to be talking about it with one another because we have social-emotional needs too. So I'm going to think about my own thoughts. I'm going to think about my colleagues' thoughts. And I'm going to ask myself, what's my relationship with this topic like? Now, this prompt is kind of a quirky one. It's kind of a 
creative one. It's and fun. That's, it's fun. We're allowed, right? we can, fun. we're allowed to have some fun. And if I'm if I'm leading this, I might actually do this in small groups and have folks share their thoughts. Because when we are doing professional learning, we do have relationships with different topics, right? And I think we do need to get through that barrier of maybe I actually didn't have a great relationship with this topic. Here's why. And if I can share that with my peers, then actually maybe I can kind of voice those concerns, vent those concerns, and then come back fresh to the topic. Because I think sometimes we don't want to talk about the negative, but that's a huge barrier to moving forward. So sometimes that venting and sharing is there. The last step is thinking, okay, I am getting ready to partner with somebody. So step six, how do I want us to think together? And this is where, Jeff, as you said earlier, the trust piece is really crucial. Trusting our teachers to figure out how they want to collaborate. Is it I want to have an informal chat. I want to have coffee with a colleague and just spend 15 minutes talking further about something they they said. Do we actually want to keep doing some asynchronous sharing? Maybe now that I've seen Jeff's feedback, I'm going to share with him, hey, here's my unit planner. Based on what you said, can you help give me some thoughts about what I had planned here? Or... Maybe I see what someone has shared and I realize, hey, you would be a great guest to come co-teach with me or to come to an upcoming meeting or to meet with some of my students. So those are our six steps. And all of this was, again, looking at the future of work. Does it have to be about the future of work? No. You can create a podcast playlist. You could create a video playlist. You could create actually a mixed media playlist where you have articles and podcasts and video. You could do it around any topic. To us, it's not the topic that's the most important thing, but it's thinking through steps that are really going to amplify trust, connection, flexibility, and modeling that scaffolding of thinking. And Tricia, I think the thing that I love most about this is, you know, over at Shifting Schools, we create a lot of professional developments for educators. And one of the things we're constantly thinking about, and this is the reason why I think doing professional development with educators is one of the hardest things there is to do, because we're all educators ourselves, and we've been trained in pedagogy, which is, you know, the, the science behind how students learn. But there's another science behind how adults learn, and it's called andragogy, and that's really what this follows. You know, we, if we really truly want educators and adults, not just educators, but as adults, if we truly want adults to engage with learning, it has to be structured in a way that makes sense and gives ownership. Number one with adults, if they don't feel like they have ownership, they're not going to engage. And to your point, I don't care what the topic is. What I care about is the structure. And if you look at the structure, the first thing that we know about adults is adults like choice. So whether it is articles or podcasts or a video, give them choice. Don't make it, everybody has to watch this video. Here are three videos, choose one. We give you a list of podcasts to get you started. Choose one podcast, not all of them. Some of you are going to like the data analysis podcast. Some of you are gonna like the solar, you know, fiction, sci-fi fiction podcast. They all talk about the same topic but you get a choice as a learner. And with adults, that is number one to get started with. You will not get engagement 
unless you unless we as adults and students as well feel like they have some choice in the matter. Secondly, then we want to give you a reflection, right? What does this mean for me? And even more important than the reflection is where can I have time by myself to think about what did I just learn? What am I thinking? We don't have you watch a video and then just turn and talk. We don't have you read an article and then just turn and talk. We have you listen to something, watch something, you know, read something, and then give you time, structured time. This could be in a staff meeting. This could be in a team meeting. Hey, we're going to set a timer for five minutes. Everybody jot down your thoughts. Some time alone with you and your thoughts before we bring you into a team, <laughs> right? Before we say, now, what did I read? Let's have a conversation. We all might've listened or watched or read different articles. How do these all, why are we, why do all of these, what's there a theme? Was there a common sense that came through this, right? That's the structure, right? The structure is what's the most important. And that's what I love about this. You know, this takes us through a structure. If you are a tech coach, if you're an instructional coach, if you're a principal or a superintendent and you want to get deep in professional learning with educators and with adults, period, you need to have a structure that actually is backed in the science of how adults learn. And that's really what this pathway is. And what I love is that, Trisha, we can talk about this, but I'm going to throw the QR code up here on the screen where you can go and make your own copy. It's the purple one there. You can make a copy of this. You can change it however you like. Uh, you can you know, change out the resources if, if it's not funny enough for you or you've got some other theme at your school uh, rather than you know some of the ones that we put in here. But the important part here is the structure. And our, our goal was to give you a template of that structure that you can take and start to use in your own school as well. Trisha, uh, any other thoughts? Just that the structure also is sort of intentionally slowed down, right? Mm. Um, we are in no, no manner suggesting this is done in an hour, right? This is about stages. This is about, as you said, giving folks time to think and then giving folks time to think about what others think. Yeah. Because again, you know, as I said earlier, when we're doing professional learning and a facilitator asks, share your thoughts and then there's no follow-up, there's no extension of that, I don't think that's honoring people's time or people's thinking. And so, you know, this is also very much about trying to leverage when people share in order to foster those connections, build those relationships that create amazing teams within schools. Because, you know, again, we talk about the social component for students. There is a social component for educators as well. And Jeff, you know, you you mentioned it, this structure, it both values independent time and collective time. Um, you know, that's, I'm a huge introvert. I need my time to process and think. And I need a really clear goal. I need kind of that outline. If I am then working with partners or a team, what are we trying to do together? And that's what this structure is, is hoping to do is really just streamline that. So we're hoping folks might take this template, try it out themselves, remix it, maybe even use it with students as well. I could actually see this being something that uh, that I would use uh, again with, with my class for sure. Yeah. And I think that's the thing, right? This structure works in both. And the ability to slow down, we get so caught up and rush through reflection. And reflection is truly where learning takes place, you know, and 
I know, you know, right now where we are, we're very focused as we should be on social emotional learning, not just with students, but in our professional sense as well. And when we slow down and put a structure in place, we are supporting emotionally supporting our teachers, our colleagues, our friends, our staff, our faculty. And that's really what this is. Like you said, this isn't made to be done in an hour. You know, we're going to start this in your classroom. We're going to start this when you're out for a walk. We're going to start this when you're out shoveling snow, whatever it is that you need to do where you can go and listen or read or watch on your own. And then we're going to bring that structure together and have some deep conversations that actually lead to change. Um, you know, that, that to me is really, really what this is about. So again, that QR code up at the top of our screen, if you click, if you uh, scan that QR code, that's actually going to make you, it'll send you over where you can make a copy and you can make a copy of this and have your own free copy of this guide that then you can edit uh, and change and do whatever you would like to do with. So we just wanted to give you that template so that you have something that you can go and get started with. One last time, a shout out to our friends over Quizalize. Again, if you would like to, uh, you can get one month free of their premium by going to bit.ly, that's bit.ly uh, slash shifting schools, all caps. So if you'd like to try them out as well, thank you again to uh, Quizalize for being a sponsor of the podcast. We really appreciate that. Um, and until, uh, Trisha, we're back next Monday with another free webinar. So set your calendar, be looking for, uh, the email and we'll, uh, we'll be ready to go with another That's one. right. So we have a whole bunch of free webinars that are coming out. The easiest way I think to keep up with them is to follow the free shifting schools newsletter folks. You can sign up for that if you haven't already done so by heading over to shiftingschools.com. Awesome. Thanks everyone. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, we'll see you on the network.